Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Seeds all down, plant them in the garden, let them grow with a bit of nothing. I'm having a ham sandwich, I'm putting a ham sandwich in my pocket. I'm sitting down on that ham sandwich. Hello and welcome to Two in the Think Tank, the show where we go five sketch ideas, 20 seconds that was, 20 seconds, (laughs) the longest 20 (laughs) seconds of people's lives. I was uh, I was attempting to get to the point where I was going to say I'm having an ass grilled sandwich. <laughs> Let's you be put honest. A sandwich in your pocket. The bu- you put a sandwich in your pocket. Yep. And you sit down. Right now, mm. we know from mm. putting chocolate in your pocket. Yep. And sitting pocket, down. And sitting down, you get melted chocolate. Mm. Yeah. Now it depends how hot your your ass is. Yeah. Alistair, well, we have talked. We have talked in the past about coming up with a room temperature bread, a bread that will cook mm. at room temperature. But this is this is far room more room temperature exciting. toast. This is a an ass temperature cheese, mm. uh, you Melt, can, melted melted cheese and crispy. It's a bread that crisps at ass temperature. <laughs> it brown. Well, it'll be easy to make it brown, but will it be? Oh, and then and then you know. So far, it's interesting that like the a lot of the you know the 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 butt culture you know there's a, there's a big butt culture about like what type of butt is appealing at any given time, but it's all mm. meaningless because the butt the those the bits of the butt that we value have no real function until we invent the butt grilled sandwich, and then finally there'll be a reason to value a particular type of butt. And the particular type of butt that will be valuable is very mm. flat, but then with a sort of uh, ribbed kind of grill-type uh, texture to it. Uh, but you see, I think that's what... I think I think initially that's what we'll love, mm, right? Okay. But it, then it's like these... Right, that's what we'll love because it's it's the same as the technology that we're imitating, I didn't even realize that. Oh, but yeah, you're right. Good, good, good observation. You see? But yeah. but then eventually we'll realize, well, why did we move from sandwich presses <laughs> to, to to butts if we just want to do the same thing? Just, it's, it's it's exactly like the fake meat situation. And then we'll we'll start to appreciate mm. the butts that that do natural you know, butts. That, that natural butts. Have you heard of natural wines? No, I haven't. These are like, these are like it's a, it's a it's a thaw, it's like a it's a you you brew it you, you ferment it in a pool a puddle in the ground a ditch in the dirt. Well, it's not that it's it's there's still some craft to it, <laughs> but they 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 don't like overly filter it the way that wines mm-hmm. are done and overly like you know so you get these really cloudy wines you get wines with scents smells in them that classical wines would consider faults and things like that but yeah. people are like well actually we like these bits 
So we're just trying to make it a nice wine. And it's the same thing with us. We're just trying to make a nice toasted sandwich. With your butt. Right? With your butt. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's like a, it's, that would be basically hug warmth. Yeah. Oh. And you know? That's... It'd be the same temperature as hugging mm. your mom or your dad's ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It'd take you back. No, I mean, this is great. I mean, it's really good. Alistair, how about this, though? How about this idea? All right, it's a, it's a coffee table, but it's made out of coffee. It's real, it's a real, it's a genuine coffee table. You know? Like it's made out of like a mug with like li- brown liquid in it and foam. <laughs> uh, I mean, when you say it back to me like that, yeah. I, some, you know, yes, I've got some questions. But, you know, there are some ways that this could be done, right? It's But like, so, but is it like a porcelain? It's a porcelain thing and it's just got coffee in it. Well, what about this, right? It's a cup, okay? It's a regular mm. cup, but then it has four legs at coffee table height, okay? So now you, know mm-hmm. no, you no longer need the coffee table, okay? The cup has its own legs, so it is its own coffee table. You just put it on the ground. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like what you're what you're inventing is just a um, the mug tripod. It it yeah, but it's got four legs like a coffee table. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I um, mean, it could even be could even be a just a small single mug coffee table. Could be small, like sort of coaster sized. But then with the four legs, uh, another way I can see this going is it's a big it's a big mug, big wide big mug the size of a coffee table filled with coffee and then you have little boats that float in the coffee right uh yeah. that you can put other stuff on like you so it's reversing the coffee table situation previously you know what i was would a table yep now you go you know it's a sketch here mm. this is at the the coffee table the, this coffee table company that they make coffee tables yeah right? and you're a new person at this <laughs> at this place <laughs> And, you can tell a greenhorn, and then, and then, yeah, a real, a real tenderfoot, mm. tenderfoot, tenderfoot. Um, that's a reference to something that nobody will understand. Um, <laughs> no. Well, you've got to, a, you've got to lay it out. There was a time. So there was just a, a time in my work life where I was in a a small office with about five six people in it, and for some reason. Both the words your engineering greenhorn. No, this was when we were working at the project. Oh. Um, but where there was just a week there where the words greenhorn and tenderfoot, we I would search them on <laughs> Google, and then they'd have a little thing that allows you to click it so that it says it out loud. And <laughs> there was just a week where we were doing that with words, and for some reason, greenhorn, tenderfoot, tenderfoot. Uh, would be done all over every, anyway a lot and yeah. it made me laugh but I don't you know it doesn't have that same impact right now without the context that's a perfect that's a perfect in joke because mm. it has there is nothing there the only no, the only thing about it is that we find this funny yeah and it's yeah exactly something that you just laugh for the pure the purest you know, comedy the, pure, the purest comedy yeah um and that's where I'm trying to go with this um, 
with this s- coffee table sketch. Yep. So it's you. You're you're pitching these coffee tables. What are you trying to say? <laughs> okay, I'm making it week, out I've got of a coffee. Full of ideas. I've been looking forward to this job for. I was since yeah. I was a. Teen. You've been hired. This is the most prestigious coffee table business. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, I'm in, and you feel like you're gonna revolutionize coffee tables, mm. right? Yeah, I do. Like you're saying, there hasn't been a revolution in coffee tables for probably. 300 years well since they invented the lazy susan which is basically a a revolving coffee table yeah and they put those on coffee tables no i mean you know give me something here i was going to like a revolution revolutionary oh oh right 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 right. sorry jesus christ i apologize no No, no, it's okay i just wish i was dead and that's I not suppose your the fault. glass, the glass pane over the top, the glass pane one, that was probably yeah. the most revolutionary yeah, right. thing. Yeah, the one a good t- coffee table you can fall through. How about this? A coffee <laughs> table you can fall through. Well, the this? Big a boss, coffee table that could kill you. They've never been able can, to do it up until or not, now. Not kill. It will maim you, and, and you'll have bits of it all in different parts of your skin, right? Um, and but then, right? You show up. You're ready to revolutionize it. Mm. The coffee tables and you pitch it's at the it's the weekly p- pitch meeting you know you do a pitch meeting early on in the work in the week and then later on you they you know the people the pitches that they like they can tell you to go work work, <laughs> work them on up those into pitches something and, and, and into something they say i the want Saturday something night, uh no, no hang on let, um, let, let me wait just give me a minute to work let me on just, this line okay oh no you've got you've got something you're gonna say and then on Saturday night they they perform all the comedy uh, all, all they perform <laughs> all the coffee tables live <laughs> on in, uh, on on network TV. <laughs> so, oh man, I interrupted your really nice little idea so many times it's okay. and really it's okay. killed it. You were going for something though. You know? No, I mean, I know. just I was like, oh, we got to get, we got to get. There can't be too much distance between them. Me making <laughs> the analogy. Anyway, I, so anyway, I so got inside it. that bit and I killed it like like you would crawl inside a whale to drop to 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 put some dynamite deep inside its intestines. So you can which blow bit? It up. Which bit of the whale would you put? Would you think would be easiest? To put the dynamite into a, a sort of a swimming whale. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know the blowhole. Because hole, would you the butt? Um, well, I guess the yeah. It's either the I guess the blowhole. Yeah, but the but I guess they're gonna buck. I reckon a whale bucks. Mm. <laughs> I feel you tickling, getting your little fingies around that blowhole. The whale, the whale rodeo. Oh, so, yeah, that's good. good. No, I oh, was gonna say day, in your bit yeah. when I was ruining your bit. I was going to say something about I want something on my desk in the morning, but I, I couldn't work out it because you know desk, table, coffee, desk doesn't matter, doesn't matter. Anyway, oh, have yeah, you written down yeah. anything about coffee tables, Alistair? Because I think a mug Nothing that has yet. its own legs is a real. I think no, it has legs. But I've, I have a sketch idea based on that idea. Yes. Right. Right. So that'll it's do. You and you pitch that. <laughs> you pitch that to the head guy. Lorn coffee table. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, you pitch it to Lorn coffee table. Uh, yeah, and so he's the grandson of the inventor of the coffee table. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, but 
and it's of course it's the coming together of two families the coffee family and the table family yeah i'm gonna start to using be... coffee because coffee a coffee table is just a short table right i'm gonna start mm. using coffee as a prefix um just to describe short things right so mm. you know that's good um you're st- instead of sh- everyone pony, will understand i'm gonna that. start calling it a coffee pony Coffee pony, yeah, 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 and and are you going to put coffee on it, or is it, is it just referring to its shortness it's just compared to, to other its shortness? I'm removing it from its original meaning in the way that language does sometimes, you mm. know, like like how That's we right. took the burger from hamburger and turned that into its own thing. What, uh, you know, did we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like like a like like a like a hamburger was a reference yeah. to a particular type of sandwich that came from Hamburg, right? Right. I think. And then and then now you can have like a veggie burger. But right, right, it's just because right, we've right. taken the burger part to mean a patty somehow. A patty, yeah. You know, patty, in, in patty Newton? Patty Newton, Patty Newton, that's right. Um, now look, so you pitch this fucking coffee <laughs> mug with yeah. legs. yeah. Yeah. And Lorne Coffee Table, uh, is, who's been very enthusiastic as people have been you know, putting forward other mm, coffee table ideas. Yeah. They go, what about a race car t- coffee table? Worked with beds and they're like, I love it. You know, trying to get like, you know. I think that's a really good idea. <laughs> I can't believe you came up with that off the top of your head. I think we should yeah. have a race car version of every item of furniture, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it's like, oh, a coffee table for the kids' room. Kids don't have coffee tables. They've got tables. They've got desks. Yeah. But they don't have their own coffee tables, which would be a much smaller coffee table. Mm. Mm. In your language, it would be a coffee coffee table. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so he's, so so Lorne is loving it. He's laughing, and that's what you want when you're pitching <laughs> coffee tables. You know, you've got a good you know, and he's a hard guy to make laugh, especially when you're giving co- coffee table ideas. One normally. of the things about Lawn Coffee Table is that he was hit in the head at a really young age, and his brain got all screwed up. And now, instead of saying yes, that's a good idea, he laughs. He laughs when he hears a good idea that's from right, coffee yeah. table. Yeah, he was kicked in the head by a coffee pony. And now, when he yes, now. When he, that's very good. Uh, now, when when he goes to a comedy show, he says, mm-hmm. "That's a great idea for a coffee table." After every joke, <laughs> which is why he no longer go. Well, he yeah, he yeah he no longer goes to live shows anymore. He does occasionally hire a comedian, mm. uh, but they have to sign a non disclosure agreement, and they perform just to him. And he has a really good time, but it's just a one-on-one coffee sh- uh, comedy yeah. show, which but he calls it a comedy, a coffee table show. Um, and but yeah, it's just joke after joke after joke, and then he goes, "That's a great idea for a coffee table." And then sometimes it's sometimes it's a big, "That's a great idea." That's a great idea for a coffee yeah. table. And sometimes, yeah. and sometimes he just it's a little titter. It's a, like a that's a great idea for a coffee table. Yeah, that's a great idea for a coffee table. Yeah. That, anyway. But then he comes to you and you say, <clears throat> what about a coffee table made of coffee? Or mm. it's a mug with four legs and then his eyes narrow. <laughs> and his, and, he's, and he's, 
he's not having a good time anymore. Yeah. He says, we have, we have, is this the new guy? He goes, yeah. He goes, we have one of you come in here every three to six months. You come in, you think you're going to revolutionize coffee tables because you're, you're, you're focusing more on the first word of coffee table rather than the second word of coffee table. You think it's all more, should be more about the coffee. Well, it's not about the coffee. It's about the table. And then he says, I'm putting out a hit on you. <laughs> you never come back here. And you know who, who's going to execute that hit? Me. I'm going to track you down. This is my real passion. Anyway, and then he's going to try to hunt you down. That's the rest of the movie. Yeah. I mean, being... This is... I love the idea of being hunted down by Lorne Michaels. Yeah, that is that would be good. Lord, cross, he's the I, S, I, I he's the SNL guy, is that right? He's the Saturday Night Live guy. He is, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, yeah, right, right. Uh, but you know, in, in a in quite a frost, I picture it in quite a frosty environment, maybe in Alaska, and mm. you know, he's 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 got this big warm coats and that sort of thing. He's doing quite well. He's got a skidoo. I'm on foot, and it's uh, yeah. I guess you know, you're um, on what, foot, what, and he's got a skid. He's got a wait. It's got a skidoo. Okay, yeah, great. I thought yeah. you said and a he, maybe and he, like, he shouts after me something like "You're going to be Saturday Night Dead," something like that. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah, anyway. yeah. And so, do you think he's going to kill you on a Saturday night, or do you think it's the the being there for the live recording is too important? <laughs> <laughs> I guess there's an off season. I think this must be what he does in his off season. Yeah, you got to keep busy. He he else, he he, doesn't, he's he gonna, hunts he's down sharp. and kills aspirational sketch comedians, and I think there's a beautiful symmetry to that. You know, when the, during the season mm. he's he's nurturing the careers of you know the next generation of performers are going to be the biggest stars of tomorrow, right? That's what he does during the on season, but there's got to be balance. And that takes it out of you doing that. And the only way you can recharge is over winter by hunting down and killing in a in a frosty, isolated environment. Uh, the it would feel good. The equivalent number of aspirational spe- sketch comedians. It probably would feel good after a a season of being pitched lots of terrible ideas. Well, I think to, I think to mm, exercise it feels it would feel like you're exercising those demons. Hmm. Mm. I think. Do you think bad ideas pile up inside you? Not in me. You know, no, body, I get them all out. <laughs> this, <laughs> this the body keep. The body keeps score. You know, keeps track of them. And the at some point, you that you, you, you know, you, you pay for it later on. All the bad ideas that you, that now, you hear. Now, now, bad ideas. Do you mean bad sketch ideas that you come up with, like bad? Creative ideas or bad thoughts that you have? You know, you talk about truly evil things. No, 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 I just meant bad sketch comedy ideas. Mm, yeah. I no, know, well. I, think, I think we've got the perfect brain for it because we forget everything that we've said mm. as soon mm. as we finish the episode. <laughs> and then somebody goes, hey, Michael Schumacher shoe. And I go, I don't know what you're talking about. You're going to have to remind me. Yeah. And then... We and then he goes, that's shoe that, 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 that you smashed on a rock? Go, oh. <laughs> oh, no. 
Okay. That's unpleasant. I apologize. Well, I mean, it's, you know, it fits with the, um, the cross country skiing, uh, element of the story that we've been telling. All right, Alistair. That's right. Um, I genuinely okay, yeah, thought I, that my idea for a coffee table with legs would have been a funny sketch idea, uh, regardless I of you just, putting it in the context but, but of a guy who I don't, thinks it's a shit idea. I love that you tr- turned I, my, tried to find a way to make my idea <laughs> acceptable to you by saying, well, I, the only way I can see this working is if it's in a context where you get ridiculed for this being a shit idea for a sketch. That's all. Well, <laughs> but Alistair, you tried to make it work, and I really appreciate that. Well, it was working for me. Um, it just, it just. I guess, I guess it wasn't a sketch idea, you know. And I know that we've we've broadened what a sketch idea is, but occasionally, you know, so, sometimes it can just be an idea for a coffee table that is a mug with four legs. But you know, but, right, but any time I pitch a product to you, Alistair, I'm not. Yeah. You know, it's it's you know, you imagine an ad for this product. You imagine people using it. You imagine an infomercial or something like that. Yeah. You know, yeah these yeah, yeah. are very normal contexts to put uh, a product idea into, to turn it into a sketch idea. It doesn't all, always have to be a scenario in which somebody's suggesting the idea and then being told that it's shit. I know, but Andy, that's, that can also be the scenario, right? You're right. You're absolutely right, Alastair. And that and, I was making and, some kind of I'm like sorry. Uh, Saturday Night Live analogy. Okay, I've got an idea. I've got an idea, Alistair. It's you. It's yeah. it's, it's 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 a sketch comedy show, right? Yeah, it's a sketch comedy show. It's called Saturday Night Live. Okay, and it's yeah. it's produced by a guy called Lorne Michaels. This is my sketch idea, right? And yeah. it's you. You go in there, right? Yeah. And you pitch the idea for a coffee table shop show coffee table show where they do them on Saturday nights. They present them on Saturday nights and somebody's suggesting the fucking little <laughs> coffee mug with legs. This is your sketch idea that you're pitching to Lord Michaels yeah, on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. This is your first the, day wait, of work Am I there. doing the okay. – do I Everyone's say the race car around. one? What's that? Do I do this, say the race car coffee table to yeah. show that some people had good ideas? Yeah, yeah, you, you did. You did all of that. You did that, and okay, then you right. you mentioned the other ideas, right? And and then Lorne Michaels says his eyes narrow, and he says that's a really bad idea, Alastair, and I really regret employing you. <laughs> <laughs> On Saturday Night Live, the program. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. so write that down as well because that means okay. that we've got three sketch ideas, all oh, of them equally okay. good. Saturday Night Live, SNL, <laughs> Alistair's shit idea. You know what? Actually, now I would, I would enjoy, I would enjoy uh, seeing this as a series of nested sketches in a sketch show. Yeah, in which, in which, uh, it starts out just as you and I just brainstorming ideas, and I pitch that to you, mm. and then we see some. Oh, and then we see that inside the second sketch, and then we see that that's actually inside the third sketch, and it's and it what it is is a battle between you and I to try and make the other one's sketch idea the butt of the joke. <laughs> we, I think that's fun. <laughs> I think that's something. Yeah, it's, look, it's it's a. 
sketch comedy is never it's, it's hardly ever competitive in the way that it should be that's right be. and and you never they never make it seem like they you know they put all the writers in the credits but they never write who wrote the good sketches and who mm. wrote the bad sketches and right they just they, tell you these people wrote some stuff and what they don't tell you about being in a sketch comedy duo is that at some point it stops being about making the audience laugh and starts being about making your sketch partner cry. <laughs> making them hurt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, the show you just s- has to go well enough to justify you still being a sketch <laughs> duo. And then, then the show then, itself is a battle mm. to make the other person, to become the dominant one, I suppose. Exactly. It's a, it's, a, it's a real struggle. It's like, you know, it's like... It's like, um, well, it's like watching botch- boxing. Is it like watching boxing? Or, or watching bocce. <laughs> or bocce. <laughs> you know, it's the dominant guy oh. with the big ball, the big metal balls. This is... You got to have, mean, you got to have balls of steel to play bocce. Okay, what about this? Okay, it's, a, it's, it's battle bocce, right? And this yeah. is where you, you both, uh... You stand at opposite ends now of the bocce field, and mm. uh, you both have a jack that you throw towards the other person. Okay, yeah. And you and, and and then you basically throw your balls towards the other person, and you're able you're allowed to use their body uh, as part of the game, so you can bounce them off their their head and that sort of and oh well this yeah that's a great idea it's battle bocce okay Mm. and they can but but you treat the opponent's body as if it is one of their balls okay so you (laughs) throw the jack yeah uh and they then go and stand next to it i guess Mm -hmm. right and then you try and use your balls to throw them at them and knock them away from the jack so that your balls can be closer than they are. And they are doing the same thing to you. And you're taking it in turns. And, yeah, it's, it's either battle botchy, but, body botchy, or botching. Bare knuckle botching. Yeah, but bare knuckle. You don't wear, like, four-ounce gloves. At least no, you, you don't. Wear, um, 16-ounce gloves, like they have a... Is it boxing? 14-ounce gloves, something like that. It sounds anyway, like it. But... But if you, you know, like if you knock somebody's ball out behind the white line, mm. that that ball is out. If you make the other person unconscious, mm. do you just automatically win? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> now, are they allowed to block or anything like that using lift their arms up to protect their face or? Uh, yeah, all right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. So there's defensive skill in there as well. There is. I, I guess they, they can try and deflect it legs. with one of the balls in their hand as well. But oh yeah. Um, but eventually you run out of balls that you're holding in your hands, and so you've just got to block it with your body. But it is a real skill because at the same time, you want your ball to land closer to the jack than their body is. So you can't just mm. go throwing the balls at their head really hard, or at least no, not no. all of them. You know, yeah. it is. It, in fact, I'd argue this is more of a game of strategy than boxing is. It's true, yeah. Because there's less a, endurance, though. 
less endurance than boxing. Yeah. Oh, I haven't yeah. told you how many balls each person gets yet, Alistair. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. <laughs> 168 balls each, and they're heavy. You each have to throw one per second. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, is there anything? It's a fast game. Yeah, I've written down Battle Bocce. Oh, great. Um, Battle Bocce. It's a... Uh, yeah, it's going to be real horrible to watch. Mm. Yeah. You know, you know, like wooden chopping boards. Yes, I do. How do you feel about them? You know, well, you know, it feels like you shouldn't chop meat on them. I don't mm. know, it's just me. Um, but since we do have them and people do chop meat on them, mm. how about this? Cloth chopping boards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. And you chop and you chop meat on them. Yeah. Do you do you but even then, sort but, of maybe like you roll maybe even roll meat on them like you know you're making a mince little mince balls or something like that little meatballs and you're rolling them around on is is it terry toweling what kind of a fabric what kind of a cloth are you picturing I'm picturing well, terry toweling but I feel like it's only important it would only be good if it was like something that you have to wear then later <laughs> okay like what if it was like a lingerie. A lingerie chopping board. <laughs> well, we already have edible underwear, right? Yeah. That's very sexy. But what about underwear that you could prepare food on? Yeah. Even other underwear if you wanted to. Other yeah. edible underwear. Yeah. That's you, but, you know, obviously, I, I'm thinking of this for the man and the woman. I mean, the man, you know, maybe I'm, there's... For the man, it's like there's a... It's like a, you know, a male G-string sort of mm. lemon squeezer or, you know, <laughs> like, or like, you know, egg, yeah. egg, egg slicer or something. I'm picturing every, <gasps> every slicing. item in the kitchen is now underwear. It's yeah, imagine slicing boiled eggs for a salad, but just mm. using that, that string at the back of a, of a man's G-string. To just put, put pressure on that middle of that egg and push down, sort of cut it like a, one of those, you know, like a cheese wire. You know, so you seen one of those cheese wires? I think this is a great way to, you know, to prepare a very romantic dinner, a very sensual mm. dinner. Like imagine right. a dinner that you make entirely with your crotch. Right? You, you're ready to take things to the next level with your beloved. Yeah. And yeah. you have, we have basically, we've developed a series, a range of kitchen implements, which can mm. all be attached to the crotch in some way. Mm -hmm. And you can use just sort of generally thrusting and gyrating to mm -hmm. make an entire potato salad. Gyrating feels like <laughs> it's, it would really... It's going to be a very romantic dinner. With this yeah. potato, <laughs> potato salad. salad. One of the most and romantic. And, and rolled meatballs. So like, <laughs> yeah. Know, ah, potato salad and meatballs. You know, I rolled these with my cock <laughs> on the lingerie you're wearing. <laughs> um, I mean, but also, oh. there's, there's, there is not just, I mean... 
You see, I, wa- I wasn't picturing it all happening with the crotch, but I do find that very interesting. I think maybe Yeah, no, no, I realize I changed would, the idea slightly, but it's kind of like, you know, it's using a sort of a strap-on type scenario, but you're now strapping yeah. on everything that you would find in the second drawer down in the kitchen. You know, mm, an egg whisk. I also, you know what, what I also like about the idea of the lingerie chopping board and the you know, in these parts of the body and things that you're let you later put on mm. to use in the next phase of the date. It's mm. that the decisions you make in one section affect the next part of the day. A lot of the time you go to a you know, go to a dinner, then you go watch a movie, right? And none of that dinner affects the movie mostly. <laughs> you know? Like none of that part of the date is any way intertwined. It's yeah. narratively yeah, very quite quite simple. Really yeah, no, that's that's that is. But then that's not even your doing. That's the restaurant no. doing that. Yeah. You know, you're taking back control think, of the timeline. Yeah, you know, because if 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 you come over for a date, you know, let's say you're coming to my house for a date, right? And we're dating you and hey, me. Hey, we're this basically is our first back date. to the butt cooked sandwich. Oh yeah. Oh, wow. I mean, I didn't even... That's incredible, Andy. Um, but let's say you have come around to my house for a date. Mm. Okay. And then you come out and you see that there's just, just this beautiful piece of lingerie that I own and is for me to put on later. But you yeah. see me. I'm all, okay, but I, you I see could me, picture this. I could picture this fully. This is fantastic. You see me sliding a knife under the the netting of like a like a big pork roast, you know, and I'm cutting that open, I'm getting, rubbing oil on it and oil's falling on the lingerie and things like that. Mm. But this, there's, you you can see that there's a foreshadowing of Mm. what might happen later, right? Somebody might get their rump rubbed with oil, (laughs) but also there's... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> also, but also, but also, there's lingerie could be involved in some way. <laughs> yeah, that's great. And what, what, I'll tell you another thing that I like about this idea <laughs> is that since being a dad of um, three small children, I can picture yeah. doing this and still having less food on my clothes at the end of the day than I do now. <laughs> yeah, and but also these days, since having kids, you almost don't get to wear your lingerie anymore true at all yeah and so you know you got to start using these you know burn the good candles you know uh you know get out the great crock crockery for Mm. you know just eat on it for for just a meal and chop a a roast on your your fantastic uh lingerie there you go and then later on put it on to make love to your partner now now uh yes andy no i'm i mean i'm just a few a few things uh went through my head but i was wondering firstly is this in some way two separate ideas one a range of cooking implements that you can use with your genitalia with your crotch so you can make a sexy dinner in that way and mm. to just the very pure, very pure, very clean idea of lingerie that you could use as a chopping board—is that a separate idea? Okay, wait, wait, wait. Say, say, what was the first one again? The first one was a range of kitchen implements that you can attach to your crotch, so that you can prepare oh, yeah. dinner with thrusting and grinding. Mm. Yeah. You know, you're making. I had potatoes. written it down as one idea. 
Yeah, that's fine. That's A-OK. They're close enough in spirit. Um, yeah, because I think a lot of young people are interested in cooking. Mm. But but then, you know, it's it's might not be exciting enough. It might not be racy enough for them mm. to... And so they're kind of choosing other activities like, you know, like going out to the dance clubs. There you and, go. Uh, you know, and smoking crack and things like that. <laughs> and, but... We need to make cooking. Know, yeah, yeah. I mean, basically, we have... If you picture somebody wearing a, like a strap-on... Yes. But instead of a, a penis that's attached, it's a potato masher. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and then somebody else... And they're else has, lying has on, one the, of those. on the island bench with a bowl under their crotch... Yeah, but why not? But why not there be somebody underneath that bowl with that bowl secured, magnet, magnetically <laughs> secured to their crotch? <laughs> okay. Yes. You know? And they've got, you know, maybe in one hand they got some milk or some, you know, a stick of yeah. butter and they keep adding little bits as it kind of calls for it. Yeah. Great. Like that. Now that, that will get people, that will get kids off the street. Yeah. That will get kids and back into the kitchen. you know what's also great about this? What? It doesn't say anywhere in the Bible that you can't do it. That's right. So this is, this is, Christ, this is all oh. nice, good, clean Christian fun. I can't make a meal? Hmm. Is that what God would say? I mean, I guess it doesn't say anywhere that you can't make a meal. So, and even if God did say you couldn't make a meal, you'd say, what, I can't make a meal? <laughs> God? Is that what you're saying? Jesus. God, um, that's un, that's too much. All right. And the other thing that I was going to say about this is that, mm. like, it's, you know, a lot of people are, you know, this is very popular. People like to bring a little bit of food into the bedroom, bring a bit of food into their lovemaking. Mm. But why not bring oh, a little right, bit of lovemaking right. into your food? You don't just mean like food. a bullet. You don't just mean like chip crumbs in the bed. No, no. <laughs> Although that does happen. That does happen. Bring a little food into the bedroom. I'm pretty sure we pitched at some point on this podcast something that involved Mm. having more crumbs in the bed. And just thinking about that is so viscerally unpleasant. But imagine a bed that is all crumbs. Well, exactly. That is what I'm picturing right now. And I'm wondering if we've already brought it up. Okay, let's talk about the advantages of a bed that's all crumbs. Now, okay, would you have the crumbs stuck together, sort of like a muesli bar? I don't think that counts. I think they've got to be loose individual crumbs that can yeah. attach themselves to your body, get into crevices and that sort of thing. But just imagine you, you're, you're climbing in under the covers of this mm. bed that is all crumbs. You could see all the crumbs there. And they're not, yes. they're not gross. There's not like maggots and stuff in there living in the bed. No, 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 there's not. It's just, it's, it's They're dry. clean it's a, crumbs. Yeah, it's a little oily. Sure. Right? And some, and some if you apply uh, body temperature to it, chocolate does melt onto your skin. There's a few bits, a little flecks of chocolate in there. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Right? But. And and it is unpleasant in that regard. But mm. you can eat in bed all you want. It's true. Yeah. It's not going to get any worse. Well, it'll get a little bit worse. <laughs> well, 
I don't I know. It's not, no, it won't get noticeably worse. Yeah. It'll be worse, but it won't yeah. get okay, noticeably that's, worse. That's, that's the tagline. You've nailed it. Yeah. Am I writing this down? Uh, sure. Sure. I mean, you go, you go along to the mattress sales place. You're looking at the costs of all the mattresses. And you're like, geez, these are expensive. And then Lorne Lorn Mattress walks up. <laughs> oh, there he is. And he says, you got an idea for a mattress? <laughs> Sometimes mattress salesmen don't just want to sell mattresses. They mm-hmm. also need to keep, keep getting new ideas for mattresses. Yeah, and you know, I guess one of the good things is you, you become a, able. To, you know, if you've been in the business as long as Lawn Mattress, then mm. you start to be able to spot talent really easily. Yeah, like you know, that guy the thing in Boogie Nights who somehow yeah. knew just when he saw Mark Wahlberg working at that restaurant, he was going to have an enormous wang. Mm. And he said, "Let me have a look at your wang," and he was like, "And it and it and it turned out to be enormous." I. I just don't know how. I mean, that's incredible, isn't it? Do you think he might have heard something on the street? Didn't he say that he would go and whack off in the alleyway for, for people or whatever for a bit for a bit of money and things like that? I think that was the case. Yeah, I think that was. There must the word must have been on the street when you know when you're a when you're a Wang Scout. <laughs> You've you got know, your you're looking for stories like pretty yeah, close to the to the alleyway ground. Yeah. Um. Also, just earlier, when I wasn't just going in there to criticize your coffee table idea, I think what I felt I was trying to stay say with my statement uh, was that we, as people who are on the outside of the coffee table world, we naively think that we could easily revolutionize it's coffee true. tables, it's right? True. And do it as simply as... It's just a mug with legs, right? Mm. Or, or the coffee's ma- the table's made of coffee, or something like that, right? Because it's novel, it's wacky, but actually, yeah. the real, the real innovations have to come within the paradigm, yeah, <laughs> of the you know, and and that's and that's you know, I'm sure they've tried that, and that's mm. why this guy's eyes narrow because he, that's what he's saying while he's stabbing you, right? He's saying uh, you. Can't, you can't just make the table out of coffee and that that's enough of a thing. People don't want a table made out of coffee. They just want a table that looks nice. It's true. They yeah. don't want a they want a they don't want a clever table. <laughs> they don't want to they don't want to be shocked. They don't want to <laughs> be challenged by they their They don't coffee want a table, table that's smarter than them. Alistair, I'm telling you right now. That I am going to mm. get this mug with legs idea into my client is innocent. Our show at the comedy festival. There's no way. There's no way. It, is, no abso- way. it is going in there. It, Andy, this is you will this have is to the find. new. This is the new ostrich sized, and it's happening. No, but Andy, brace but yourself. No there is a light coming ostr- down this tunnel, Alistair, and yeah. it's a torch that I'm shining on a coffee table uh, on a on a mug that has legs. Whilst Running. <laughs> Running, yeah, to get away from the train that's behind me. <laughs> <laughs> but you'll have to have a, a joke attached to it, and at least ostrich-sized. Um, oh, the pun based this off is of a ostrich-size. Joke. This is a joke. A, co- a, a mug with legs on it is a fucking joke, Alistair. That's what I a know, joke is. I know, but it's not. 
it's not like a joke that an audience will laugh at. Yeah, it is. It absolutely is. And you're going to be... But let's say... let's okay, So embarrassed this, when I kill with this joke every single there night. Was a, picture there was a joke store. <laughs> and you pitched that to Lorne Joke. Lorne Joke Store. Lorne Joke Store. Mm. Oh, was that was the original guy... Anyway, forget it. Um, I think we have five sketch ideas, Andy, so I think... Thank we God. Go I think it's better we, we wrap this up soon because it's getting tense. Three words from a listener. Now, I don't know if you know this. We got listeners. And uh, this one was actually once referred to as one, but is now known huh. as Tommy Tim- Timerson. Tommy Timerson. Tommy Timerson. T-T. T-T. I-M-E-R-S-O-N. That's how you spell Tommy Timerson. Uh, so, Andy, Tommy Timerson has three words. Do you want to try and guess what the first word is? Yeah, I do. The first word is phalanges. Phalanges. No, but I feel like, I feel like you get, you've guessed that a few times. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's, I think My brain always goes your... to words that start with P, and then I try to pick one that I... My, I haven't thought of before. And maybe, then maybe I think, well, I'll pick something before. really obscure. I won't have thought of that before. And obviously yeah. I end up in exactly the same point every time. I could be wrong. We can ask, we can ask people who might know, remember these things, if we've ever said phalanges before. Okay, okay, it's not. The first word is sandy. Oh, kind of rhymes. Yep, all right. Uh, the second word is plinth. No, it's slander. Sandy, slander, <sighs> rohypnol. No, Andy, no. But rohypnol could go in this third word. The third word is sandwich. Sandy, slander, sandwich. Yeah. Mm. Sandy, slander, sandwich. Let's mm. see, Sandy. Well. Oh, Sandy and Sandwich both are in there. Mm. And Slander has Ander in it. And. Uh, and. <laughs> I think Which a really another... good way to um, undermine a mm. restaurant. A restaurant. Like, a, yeah. uh, you know, if you're a restaurant, you've got a rival restaurant opens up. Would be to somehow switch out the little uh, salt shakers that they have on the tables or salt grinders mm. or whatever with ones that are almost identical that are identical also contain salt but also you just put a little bit of beach sand in there right in amongst the mm. salt and yeah. you just look and say you know and what's great about this is there's no poison poison element yeah you're not going to kill anybody Right? You're no. not even going to hurt anybody, but you no. are guaranteed to give them the worst time of their life, the worst meal they've yeah. ever eaten. You're going to be so unhappy. Mm. And I don't think that... And you, and, you know, it's sad. It's untraceable. You can't, you can't follow that. There's, you're not going to... I mean, you might be able to trace it to back to a beach, maybe if you get a, you know, a good guy a good a good you know, maybe sand he's guy. like oh this good sand guy's like oh no this is basalt this is bas- 
And especially if it's basalt. It's, wait, is this a, this is what the guy will say when he <laughs> tastes the food. He goes, is this a salt shaker or a basalt shaker? Yeah, it's really good. Oh, wow. <laughs> like that. I mean, the jokes are right of themselves in this sketch. That's great. <laughs> and then he puts a coffee with four legs on it onto the table. Mm. And everybody in the diner laughs. Laughs. <laughs> they all say, that's a good idea for a coffee table. Which is because they were all kicked in the head by a coffee pony when they were when yeah. they were young. Even, even um, Lorne Coffee Shop or Lorne Restaurant, who owns this <laughs> establishment, actually finds that funny, and that's how he responds to jokes yeah. because he wasn't ever kicked in the head. Um. um so is that God, a, is that a, is that a sketch idea in any way? Yeah, I mean, I think there is. Um, it's a perfect crime, you know. Sand in then, a meal. You know, if would you, you do it? Mm. Would you do it and then? Would like when would you put it in? When would you put the sand in? When would I, well, I might I might walk past the tables. This is you know just the outdoor dining, and I might just sort of slyly do it. You know, I've mm. got I've got matching um, salt shakers that I've bought. Okay. At great expense, and I'm mm. swapping them. I've prepared prepared them. And I'm swapping them over. But how uh, would you like? Would you just wait for no one to that no one to be looking, or would you do like a you know sort of a swifty like, oh, I fell on the table, and then you're picking up one, put it in your jacket, but then you have to do that for multiple tables, I guess. Yeah. What about I this? Over. <laughs> you look like yeah. a real weirdo. But what about this, right? It's a it's I'm thinking now about assassins, right? Yeah. And you know how really what they do is, you know, you've got a political enemy of some kind and what you do is you pay somebody and they'll go and the assassin will go and they'll they'll kill this person for you. But what if you don't want to kill them? What if you want to just give them a really bad life or just annoy them? For the rest of mm. their lives, continually. Yeah. A great way to do that would be to hire a really good assassin who's just really good at making sure that w- every single thing that this person eats from here on out in their life is going to have a little bit of sand in it, right? Oh, and maybe they they run. They have a sniper rifle. I uh, it exactly. It's a sniper so- uh, sand shooting thing. Yeah, that is would that, be. Is that what you were you picturing? Know. Yeah, and just yeah, shoot just it into one, their food. One weapon in their extensive arsenal. But, it, and then, <laughs> but like I'm picturing little like individual grains of sand just bursting <laughs> through glass. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that'd be great. I wonder if that would. I wonder if that would like if you could get a grain of sand through a mm. bit of pane of glass. Do you think it would break the whole glass, or do you think it'd just go through almost undetected? Really good question. I think I think it might break the whole. You'd have to be firing it pretty fast. But the great thing about shooting individual grains of sand is that you you know you don't even have to shoot them through the window. You could just find the tiniest crack, and if you're a, a good shot, then you can shoot mm. that little grain of sand straight through the crack and into their bowl of soup, undetected. Yeah. <laughs> um. But I also think that the idea of because I think that that's a better, I would think, in terms of me, if I was ever getting revenge on somebody, I think somebody that you pay, like a hitman that you pay, but it's to make somebody's life bad forever, mm. or a little bit bad forever, mm. 
I think I would prefer that option always. Oh, and I think absolutely. that there's a story. That I think there's there's definitely stories and, and kind of sketches in that idea. Thank you so much. Lawn I mean, sketch if you show. Took, if you that. took that to lawn sketch show, he <laughs> would absolutely clap and be very happy. I'm going to be able to get a celebrity on to do some of this. <laughs> Anyway. So I just got to write this down. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Thanks very much, uh, oh, yeah. oh, wait, Timmy no. Thomason oh, right. or Tommy Timerson Tim- for those great words. <gasps> that does, yeah, the, Tommy Timerson does suggest the existence of a Timmy Thomerson. It does. Yeah. Um, all right, I better, I think we forgot to go through, run through the sketch ideas last time. We did, we got some feedback it to seems- that effect. I think I realized as we were signing off, something was missing. Mm. But luckily, we aren't perfectionists, so we got away with it. Okay, here's the beloved part of the show is still in. It's still in. Yeah, we've remembered to continue now. Okay, we got butt grilled sandwich. This Mm. is just, it goes back to one of our core ideas of the podcast of just what if things could happen but at a different temperature <laughs> and uh, under a butt <laughs> uh, yeah great um, and then we've got coffee table and it's <laughs> and I've underlined coffee and then it's got a round table it's got lorn coffee table in there it's an snl uh thing in the guy Hunts you down. I haven't written down the bit hunts you down, but you know we'll remember. Obviously, that writes itself. Then we've got yeah. SNL. It's Alistair's shit idea. <laughs> it's a similar idea to the last one, <laughs> but it's me pitching my idea about the the round table with the coffee table, where I was saying finding yeah. a way of saying that I didn't like your idea. I guess. Right. And then we got battle bocce. That's where uh, the body is one of the is like a one of the balls your body and you can hit the other you can hit the body with the, your metal balls mm. um i think that might be what bocce needs it's like when they came up with afl x you know they mm. trying to get in the crowds you know, bocce i think is probably struggling to attract younger viewers who mm. want something that's a bit more dynamic and i think battle bocce mm. could be the thing Absolutely. Then we got lingerie chopping board <laughs> g-string, g-string egg slicer, uh, and um, you know these are foods that these are these are items of clothing that you can cook with, and that then you you put on for the later part of the date, you know, so that it narratively your night all ties together, and. Uh, <laughs> And and obviously, you know, basically sex is locked in from the beginning. Um, and then we got a kitchen. You still there, Andy? <laughs> yeah, I'm still here. I'm just thinking about how I'm going to get this co- coffee table, a coffee cup with legs into the, into the oh, Mike Liner's Innocent you want, Show. You want kitchen implements for the crotch. And this is the, you know, sort of another idea in a similar way, but how you could cook if you could just get things attached to you. It's just for crotch cooking, you know? But not cooking yeah. your crotch. Rice bar. Not only rice. Um, <laughs> bed 
made entirely out of crumbs. You know, that's a, it's a, it's, you know, it's an idea. It's an idea. Yeah. You can't, you can't get noticeably worse. Sand in the salt, salt shaker. That's a, to ruin somebody's thing. But then also maybe a sand sniper, which kind of is attached to the idea potentially of uh, a make life worse forever hitman. Mm. You know, I and that, I think that's fun. And I think, but I think that's also good for the hitman because that's I a, think that's an ongoing position. That's a full time job. It's right. You, you're getting it. Maybe you finally convinced your your employer to get you out on a retainer rather than sort of these sporadic jobs, yeah. this casual con- this casual kind of, kind of contract here and there, um, which I think is a better system and a good direction for hitmen to go to. And there's probably less chance of long periods of time in jail. Exactly. But you you are taking more risks though. And you yeah, do have to get, ones. you can't get as much equipment just off the shelf. You've got to get special, you know, sand shooting guns, sniper rifles that you probably couldn't just get from an arms dealer like you would get your regular sniper rifle if you were just doing, I guess it doesn't mean you have to stop doing regular killings. <laughs> All right, I'll stay. <laughs> I think we've, I think we've, uh, yep. Yeah. I think we've discussed the complicated realities of that job and done justice to them (laughs) (laughs) oh everybody everybody absolutely everybody thank you thank you for listening uh you can find us on twitter at two and tank also on instagram at two and tank you know what's on sale? My client is innocent at the comedy mm. festival at the end of March through yes. April. We will be through this Omicron wave. We will all have caught Omicron two, three times, and it will become so normal, so mm. normal that... Um, we'll all be coughing and retching our yeah. way through the show. Everyone will have it. Yeah, You'll be weird but, if you don't have it. Yeah, exactly. So don't feel left out. Come to the show. Come and see that um, coffee cup gag. Thanks to everybody who said kind words about the most recent episode, 317. Had a few people get in touch to say that it was a good episode. And we, you know what? The secret was we recorded it early in the day when we weren't tired. And you know yeah. what? We haven't done that this time. We haven't done that this time. But still, we've had fun. And we have. We thank you I've very had a great much time. for all your listening. Thank you for everybody who supports us on Patreon. Um, it's impossibly great. Um, we appreciate it. And you know what? I hope all your lives are getting better every day. Unimaginably. Imagine, I mean, if you were born, if you're listening to this and you were born in maybe like early, you know, March or April 2020, your life probably is getting better all the time. Because... More lifelike. You know, and more lifelike. And also you can, you can now probably start saying words and... You know, you're getting your own podcast. Exactly. Anyway, take care, everybody. And we love Love you. you. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.